You're now listening to the Talking Pictures Podcast, broadcasting from sunny Orange County, California. Filmmaker, journalist, and film historian, Paul Booth. Aloha. Welcome to Talking Pictures with Paul Booth. Today I'm joined by a special guest host for this week's review, Alonzo Greer. What's up, Alonzo? How's it going? Yo, yo. What's up, Paul? How you doing, bro? Good to be here. I'm doing fantastic. We're going to get into, you know, we always start out saying why we chose a film. And today's film is called The Sunset Limited. And it stars Samuel L. Jackson, Tommy Lee Jones. It's actually directed by Tommy Lee Jones. It was based on a play. And actually the reason why we picked this film was Alonzo picked it. Which was kind of cool because I, we had always kind of had a thing here where the my co-host picked the film. Alonzo, uh, before we jump into the film itself, was there any specific reason that this synopsis or film grabbed your attention? Actors and the fact that I hadn't seen it or even heard of it. And when I, you know, was kind of scrolling through the different movies... I was looking for something new, refreshing that I hadn't seen, and I had no idea what it was about. So I was like, all right, let's kind of go with that. Interesting choice. Um, you, had, uh, Alonzo had told me about this um, idea of picking a film that neither of us had seen, and I, I saw this at 2 in the morning some umpteen years ago, and just kind of flushed it out of my... It's, it's hard not to find a film that you haven't no, seen. No, no, no. I never like saying that, but if someone says that, I go, okay, thank you. Um, but it was... It, th- there's a whole slew of films, right, that I've either started and, like, kind of, you know, just you get busy or whatever, like, you know the deal, though. And um, so it was weird because I just remember it was kind of like half one of those, like, it's... We're going to get into this right now, but it's a movie that you kind of... You, you cannot be doing like five bathroom breaks and checking your email and checking your Facebook. And so I remember I kind of wasn't in that movie mood. Um, so the Sunset Limited. Real talk, man. Yeah, real talk. Heavy, he, some heavy stuff. Nothing too heavy, especially the world we live in today. And so with that, Alonzo, we always like to start with. Uh, the co-host or guest host um, going into what they liked about it. Yeah, well, without a doubt, you know, Tommy Lee Jones and Samuel Jackson, two great actors of the time, of the ages. They've been around for a long time, and uh, I was hoping that we'd get something great out of it. And so those two guys coming into it, I was definitely excited to kind of just see. When I started it, to be honest, uh, I, I found it to be a little bit flat, and I didn't know where it was going, and I kind of had to rewind again because it's kind of like you have to kind of get your mindset to kind of get into where these guys are coming from and finally got in there and started to just uh absorb the story that they were both trying to convey and so i just like the fact that it was a simple straight ahead story with two guys who didn't agree with each other at all and watching that kind of play itself out. Well, and also to the, uh, I will read a synopsis so it doesn't spoil the, the the specific reason that they're there, which is an interesting reveal. And I like that it was revealed in a way that wasn't like, oh my God. It was like the reveal could be revealed and then the movie could still move on. And I thought that's very rare in uh, yeah 
Uh, it's almost like the real reveal was like, how's the weather today, Alonzo? This is through a chance encounter two men of opposing ideologies deliberate uh, spiritual, philosophical, and profound matters in a New York City apartment. The big reveal is there's a reason why they've ended up together. I was also looking at this film, Alonzo, too, where I almost felt like it was nice that there didn't have to be a color purpose. It could be the actors and the story purpose, because this is 2011. I feel like it would have been a different film today in some ways. What do you think about that, casting-wise? Uh, I think there was a color purpose in it. I mean, there's a lot of dialogue, I think, that had to do with color. You know, lots of it. And, I mean, they, they touched on those aspects. Right, right, uh, right. Just to kind of get back to the opening and the beginning and how kind of subtle the uh, entrance was on trying to reveal what's going on with these guys, I did like how it opened where they literally could could have been playing a game of chess. The way they were sitting at the table. You didn't know quite what they were doing at first. And then if you watch the story, you know, progress as they move about the room, how they're moving, like moving pieces on a chessboard. And, you know, I think with that was their mental attitudes towards dealing with aspects of color, just like Tommy Lee's like, well, don't you say that word, you know, and Samuel's been saying it, you know. Oh, right. So, I mean, it's kind of like even Samuel kind of make light of Tommy's character's dire wanting to finalize journey that he's on. And still how even Samuel's like, well, you know what, I guess you have to be more educated and have a more fantastic view of it as opposed to the low lives who... Oh, right, right. I guess he's, uh, well, because also, too, we didn't say that Tommy Lee Jones is a professor and Samuel Jackson is an ex-con, correct? So right. that's a setup for the, I don't know, condescending or maybe if it's just where people come from. I think sometimes there there is deliberate people being condescending, but I think sometimes people just don't know how they're talking or it's just, like you're saying, it's where they're coming from. So it's not meant to be like, hey, I'm smarter than you. It's just... It is an interesting premise to put an ex-con and a PhD in a room and wonder where the conversation's going to go. Yeah, especially a murder. <laughs> right. If that's really what he did. Right. You know what I mean? And, you know, which seemed to be the case because he didn't seem like a man who was lying, you know, a character that was lying. And that great duality of you're talking around, you're sitting around talking about the sanctity of life if you've possibly taken one was also something that just kind of... Uh, popped out of me. I thought the, I mean, it, it said it was based on a play, so it would be interesting to know how much changed for the screenplay, but I felt like it had such a, um, I mean, they do, you know, for audience, they do get into some heavy-duty religious conversations. I don't want to say that you and I have had conversations like that, but where we've discussed that we're, you know, not opposing, but we have different views on that. And so I thought it was kind of like a really cool thing to see characters like really getting into it about it. Yeah. Because I, I don't really know anybody that I would really get into it with. So that's where it was kind of like, I'm watching something that I would possibly want to do, but I just wouldn't be this adamant or this like, you know, what'd you think about that? Yeah, well, it reminded me of the conversation we had about and Ma Rainey and his whole relationship and his faith that he had about God. Yes, and yes. so listening to those guys discuss the matter of their own perspectives and, you know, Sam without being removed from having his faith in any way, shape, or form, and then Tom without having any faith, having no faith, but faith in his own, own conviction of being right, 
Do you know what I mean? Like, that was his kind of essence of, right. I guess, something that he felt he had, had to hold on to. Although... He said he was letting go. You know, they were having a conversation where uh, Stan was asking, he's like, well, what are you holding on to? And he's like, I'm not holding on to anything. He's like, well, what are you letting go of? You know what I mean? If you're you're letting go of your life because you're holding on to all of this angst and negativity that you're letting fester and kind of control your narrative. So if you're holding on to right. the kind of energy and pressure that makes you want to commit suicide, then... I guess the only way you feel that you can let it go is by, you know, taking your life. Kind of interesting. Right, like a weird, really weird place to uh, be. I, I, I personally love, you know, we, we obviously have so many people with the show that like something that like technical talk, and I wanted to get into that just a tiny bit, was I thought Tommy Lee Jones pulled off something that oh, I would have to... There's prob- I, I'd probably be able to count on my hand how many films... Dog Day Afternoon, The Breakfast Club, Twelve Angry Men, but then you're getting into John Hughes and Sidney Lumet, so that's a no-brainer, um, of films that actually stay interesting in one room. And I really liked how well Tom... I mean, of course, it's one thing to say, yeah, it's a play, so it it had one location, and there's people that would say that, but um, I was just really taken back by... um, I'm sure I I'm sure you feel this way though like you see somebody direct a film and they just do this like outstanding like floor you job and then it's just like well why did you direct one film you know like the the people that direct 10 trying to do that good of one is like what what do you think about that like i was just i was just like wow this is ridiculous tommy lee jones like yeah well i mean he's like wild you know, a master craftsman so i really wasn't super surprised at just his own vision i i did like the fact that they did kind of keep it with a play feel the way that some of the shots were were really yeah. straightforward yeah. A lot of straightforward cuts. And then, you know, you had some pans back and forth every once in a while. I thought the dynamics of the shooting and the when you're cutting to that next scene, what the change right, is going right. to be. It's cool for everyone because you guys can see this on HBO Max. It was an HBO movie. So it says on Internet Movie Database that it was a TV movie. So this was not uh, um, like a theatrical release or a mainstream thing. Um, so I can kind of see, it 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 does kind of feel more like an HBO movie. It would be something that they threw out there on a Saturday night. Probably saw who they could grab with the cast. And then, there. I, I always just like to let people know in advance that there is some heavy-duty banter. I don't like to pretend that there's not, and then let someone, you know, sit down for date night. <laughs> yeah, it's a dialogue film. I mean, hands down, you it's kind of like watching a... Before sunset, you're just watching two people talk, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah, great, great, uh, well, uh, I guess also, too, maybe a little bit happier of Yeah, content. yeah, no, but, you know, just But, yeah, dialogue. no, that's a perfect, um, the before sunrise, before sunset movies. Yeah, those are, yeah. those are two of my favorite films, actually. I think there's nothing cooler than just talking all night with mm-hmm. a woman. Um... But the uh, so for the Sunset Limited was was there anything specifically personally that you t- and and it's okay if not but we always ask this uh, was there something personal that you took from it 
or learned about yeah, yourself I, or the I film or filmmaking? I like the dynamic of the perspective of each character and how each character stays in their own truth. You know, that really, you know, just exemplifies, hey, be who you are. You, you can't, don't try and be, you know, anything other than what you are because when you're just your stand, when you're yourself, that's when you're shining. And even the troublesome character, you know, that both of the guys had, they still shine their own light and had, you know, they had laughter and they had light, you know, in their lives, even though you could feel the kind of darkened edges of the dialogue kind of creep up on them throughout time. So I like the interpretation that they gave. I like the attempt in kind of bring about a message of caring in either either way from both characters, because both characters care to some degree. If one character didn't care, he would have left a lot earlier. Oh, right. I like that you're saying that, the intent and the caring, and there having to be a bottom line, like ultimately there's not a reason to have to stay. Like Samuel couldn't have forced him to stay. So there had to have been a... I don't know, I really like that when there's like an undertone of the character doesn't, I mean, on the surface doesn't want to be there, but the character does. So that's kind of what I was going to say. So I, I like that you mentioned that because I, I took from it allowing subtext to play. I really love when a film does that, when you can walk away being like, oh, that, you know, that woman was actually really mad, but she sure pulled off, right. you know, like Meryl Streep does that. When you're just like, she played that so smooth, but she was going to kill somebody. Like, right. um, that subtle so intensity. I like, <laughs> yes, the subtle intensity. And also, too, that this is uh, what I took from this was that a conversation like this is possible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I was kind of looking at. I was kind of going like, wow, you can have, I believe that you can have these deep of conversations. Um, we won't get into what the world is now, but I do remember a time where you could really, I have a friend in Boston where we just could not be on the further end of the spectrum like these two characters and just having these conversations and just really like you're saying the way the characters stay in their own truth of me just being like, you know, um, bro, like, just give me a two-hour sermon, and I'm still not going to change my right. mind, you know? Absolutely. Like, that's totally cool. That's what you feel, and that's how you've lived your life, but this is, like, what I think, and I just, I don't want to, like, cut you off. Yeah, I just want to save on two the other hours, side, you know, like a got, breath. You know, <laughs> you know like, the, the, you know, ex-con who can add up numbers like a savant... And you got the professor who's like, what? You know, I'm highly educated and I can't even do that. You know what I mean? The, the subtle differences in education, right. just because you have it doesn't mean you know right. everything. The film disposed so many great things. I Again, I emphasize everyone to check this out. I know it's on HBO Max and some people don't have that, but um, I always say, you know, find a buddy. Maybe a buddy will let you use it or... I, I even tell people, like, some things are worth a free trial. It amazes me that people, when people have told me, that takes so long. And I always think, it takes five minutes. Yeah, not everyone is, is a, you know, movie-holic like, so, as you are, bro. So, you know. <laughs> I know, I have, I have seven streaming services. <laughs> 
I like to say, they're for the show. They're for the show. Yeah, I hear you, man. But how about you, man? So, so what else? What was what was like one of the final, um, you know, grand, you know, communications that you felt you got from this, this film? You know, I I think it would really have to be that. Um, just elaborating a little bit more on what I said of just the kind of just longing for important conversations without having to worry about who you're talking to and just even that even being something that's open um without having to feel like i can't say this i can't say that what if i leave the dinner party and someone thinks i thought that um and just the slew of the billions of things nowadays that involve that but just when it comes to the religion and uh, philosophical conversations just kind of I just took away from it like just how far removed uh, we are from uh, being able to have opinions and the way this was what they met each other that day oh my gosh uh, well, sometimes before I have open my mouth I have to think uh, oh yeah I've known Alonzo 20 years oh yeah I've known this friend since high school oh okay you know i can say whatever i want they may get pissed but they're still going to talk to me tomorrow so i really took from him it's it seemed like another time space continuum of people disagreeing and not like jumping across the table at each other or it being a fu fu and then i mean obviously we know as a movie it has to go on so that's really what i took from it was just a kind of a a personal longing for being able to have that yeah. learning enter our brains as much as we love learning from people we've known 20 years but also just wanting to learn from other people so that's what i feel the, the film really gave me nice man um and not in a downer way just uh just a, like wow why does this it's, it was almost like why does this seem so odd yeah you know yeah. it, it kind of did because you know like with Tommy deciding to stay there, to me, it was literally almost like he was thanking him to some degree. You know what I mean? For, like, helping him. Because, you know, he was, like, appreciative that right. he even took the time to do it. It just, it was, but, you know, like I say, the dynamics of this film were pretty interesting if you really pay attention to it. And there's, there's a, lot, a lot of subtext in there, hands down good stuff yeah that's you know that's a good point almost like a thank you i like that um so with that we're coming into our last minute or two for that we keep for our reviews so um we wanted to thank you for doing this sure, alonzo man. we appreciate it i know you and i are always talking film but good to do it on your um, uh, podcast for, change, for the audience you know, and put been it around on. before you even had it going and now it's awesome to hear what you're doing with it so oh yeah i know <laughs> Yeah, no, been a been a been a twenty year film chat when we're when we're in the same uh, space or area, or I'm not having right. surgeries. Uh, so, um, yeah, man. Uh, again, uh, I hope everything goes is going good with you, and I send you all my good wishes. Oh, yeah. And I Same I look to forward you, to talking to you soon, bro. Yeah, man. Give thanks for the time, and appreciate you inviting me on your show. All right, you're welcome. Aloha. All right, have a great aloha. Peace. Well, we thank Alonzo for coming by to talk The Sunset Limited with us. You guys can catch that movie on HBO Max, starring Samuel L. Jackson, Tommy Lee Jones, directed by Tommy Lee Jones. 
And you know my motto, whether it's morning, afternoon, or evening, make sure and watch a good movie. Aloha. Thank you for listening to the Talking Pictures Podcast. Real conversation and movie-induced inspiration.